there was a, uh, the rock and roll station in Detroit on a radio and, and there was a dude that it's not PC anymore, but his, his whole deal was like, uh, he was from India and he always said, piss on you. Like my French uh, yoga teacher would say, fuck us in the mirror. Hmm. Yeah. Just like that. Fuck us in the mirror. Oh, here we are again in this crazy world filled with pod shows. You have found the Boom Xers. We're four friends too young to be baby boomers, but too old to be Gen Xers. We get together every Thursday night, and yes, it is Thursday night. We're back to Thursday night, at least for this week. We'll see what happens. And we broadcast at 7 p.m. on podbean.com. Something happens at 7, but I wouldn't call it a show. As usual, I'm here. My name's Dave, and I'm in Pennsylvania, and I've got my three besties with me. Hello. 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 First, we have Sherry in Michigan. What up, Sherry? Hi, Dave. I can see you. That's good. I'm going to keep it that way. Mm. Uh, Oh, all right. There you go. I'll turn off my camera. Now we'll go down to St. Pete and our friend Cindy. What is up, Cindy? Hello, I cannot see you. Woohoo! And finally, last but not least, the Florida man himself, Mr. Jimmy Artie. What's up, Jimmy Artie? Hmm. That's my boy. Uh, unmute your mic, yeah. <laughs> What? Is, how does he do that? You might you muted your mic. You, you muted yourself. You mited your muke. Wait, what? Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. So, how you doing, Jimmy? I'm looking for a bad penny. Huh. Right. Here I am. Sabrina. What's up, Penny? Penny? I thought your name was Sarah. <laughs> Jesus. You're a bad Santa. Wait, wait, what? All right. Okay. I'm going to shut up now and turn it over to, um, what? Sherry, Cindy, Sarah, whatever. Sherry, tell us who we are not sponsored by. Today we are most extra, especially not sponsored by Ivermectin. Because please don't eat all the horse paste. Please don't eat them all. Oh my God, you horse's ass is eating worm fucking horse paste. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Not sponsored by Ivermectin. I have no idea what you are speaking of, young lady. None at all. Cindy does. Uh, no, yeah, I don't, man. I don't it's so. it, it's just gonna leave you with just a a big turd on your brain. So on your brain, turd on so, the brain. So, I've never heard that word. Ivermectin is actually a medication. Um, it's used primarily for livestock, horses. <laughs> uh, it's uh, they have a paste, and it's uh, a worm medicine. And people in the South are going to their uh, farm and fleet and all the animal stores and they're buying it all up and eating the paste or taking the horse pills to prevent COVID. Oh, my God. And I'm not joking. They're really these horses asses are taking horse stuff. And so the uh, the 911 calls for poison are just going up because they don't do the math and go, if this is good for a horse, I don't know, how much does a horse weigh? What are we going to say, a 1,000 pounds? I don't know how much a horse weighs a lot. 150. 150,000 pounds? <laughs> well, it was antiviral, says right on the label. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they do make a human form that is supposed to be for lice and um, people that have... <laughs> worms for some reason but they're going and because it's cheap so they go and take the the horse version and the fda put out on their twitter feed you are not a horse you are not a cow seriously y'all stop it (laughs) i mean this this is the fda post and uh since that's been uh out there uh surprisingly enough then the cases are going up so now it's every state texas Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. So how's the cows and horses doing? 
those poor cows and horses are just wormy as hell because they can't get their medicine. Right, but they don't have They're COVID. Not. They got. Oh, they don't have COVID. They got vaccinated. That's they give they the drop vaccines. Much heavier than flies. Hmm. <laughs> so I wonder if Medina Spirit is going to test positive for ivermectin too. If we ever find out, which we never oh. will. So are these the same people that were drinking bleach about a year ago? Absolutely. Yeah, the horse was really skittish, and, and like it was going through withdrawals or something. So hmm. they, kept, they kept the rag around his head. Hmm. Yeah. So, hey, no ivermectin. No ivermectin. We are not sponsored by them. No. Fuckers. Nope. No, no. Y'all. No. All it's y'all. NFG. No all effing good. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, Jibba Jabba, we got some Jibba Jabba for you. We do. It was a sad week. We lost a stone. He's Not a, a kidney stone, a real stone. A real stone. He used to be a rolling stone. Now he's a stationary stone. <laughs> he sure is. He is a stone that is gathering moss. Well, it might be powder. Hmm. Yeah, he might already be powdered. Hmm. He's no stone and poof, anymore. it was gone. So, Charlie Watts, dead. Dead. And I think uh, our boy Wait. Jimmy there had heard some Stones trivia this week that he thought he might uh, share with us. Oh, oh yeah, man. As long as they were together, um, Keith Richards uh, was a pretty good guitar player. Because... Um, Usually, the drummer sets the sets the tempo and maintains it, but Charlie Watts followed Keith Richard. That that's how he they made their music throughout the whole deal. Hmm. Are you sure about that? Perfect, hundred percent. Because I remember reading an article out there. Uh, uh, whenever he died a couple of days ago, that Keith Richards said that Charlie was the solid foundation that no matter how fucked up they got and off of the main path of the song, Charlie always kept it going. He'd yeah, bring him he back in. He was following the head, the head fucked up guy. Basically, you can't do that in music, but I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a little truth to both of those statements. Well, he was a, he was a, at heart, a uh, a jazz drummer, so he knew he knew how to follow guys. Wait, he was at heart a jazz drummer, but he played with the Rolling Stones, the preeminent rock and roll band of our lifetime, from 1963 until 2021. Right. Hmm. All On right. stage, All right. but off stage, off stage, he, he was jazz only. He would, yeah, he would, he would spend his money, um, on hiring, uh, uh, big band jazz musicians to all get together and jam. Nice. Um, so for the 10 other people in the world that have Sirius XM radio, channel 27 between now and, uh, Labor Day is all Rolling Stones. Oh, Rolling Stones. What does this say? Oh, cool. jeez. Oh, geez, what? Well, I was going to play a little clip of Charlie Watts drumming, but on YouTube it comes up with an ad for Verbo because they are sponsored. Unlike, they are totally unlike sponsored. Unlike us, they are sponsored. <laughs> Super sponsored. Oh, is it a 10-second ad? Can you guys hear that at all? A little bit. I hear more piano than his drums. Yeah. It's a... And that doesn't sound jazzy. Yeah. Does, does sound jazzy. Does it? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Right. It's not very drummy. Yeah, he's just sitting there drumming. Why don't you just pick the little drummer boy and play that and just tell us it's Charlie Watts. Easy. Settle down, young lady. All right, I'm trying to do my job here. Just trying to do my job. I don't know what that is, but I'm trying. Do you have that one song 
with the thumb? So under my thumb. <laughs> yeah, so that's another one that. of those where, uh, you know, I jammed along to it. And it's, I really do like that song. That might be one of my favorite, but I started listening to it today and I thought, huh, hmm, that's what a, probably super sexist. Why? What is it? She's, uh, she's doing everything I'm telling her to do. She's under my thumb. Oh, all right. I like that. <laughs> that's a blow up doll for you. Yeah. I always like, uh, Mother's Little Helper. Well. We all needed Mother's Little Helper every once in a while, don't we? Well, until you discover the uh, natural herbal way to do it. Yeah. I believe our friend um, Jimmy's speaking of marijuana compared to, what, Valium or something? Absolutely. What was the Mother's Little Helper, like a little pills of Valium or something? It was a little yellow pill. (laughs) We'll cure all your fucking ill. Fucking ills. Yep. V's. As they were known on the street. Hmm. Uh, Um, Charlie Watts, D-E-A-D. D-E-A-D. Rest in peace. R-I-P. Rip. Rip. Um, I I have a crypto update. Hmm. Crypto. Crypto. Yeah. So I think you guys are all aware that this is the first year that college athletes can make money. So you can get sponsorships, you can get all this stuff, which is going to be unfair for the big, you know, the the big schools are where the people are going to make money. And if if you're a diver at um, Tulane, you're not making shit, but the university of Michigan starting quarterback is the first player that is getting paid all in cryptocurrency crypto which one like i don't know Cade uh. mcnown like i always forget his name there's so many quarterbacks i didn't really watch sports much last year no not the quarterback's name which cryptocurrency oh gosh i thought we were on sports you want to know the name of the thing it's i, I don't even know you don't I mean, even know how dare you come to the God. it's i got to the whole thing <laughs> It's one of the, uh, um, Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Yeah, it's those dudes behind the scene that will slip the freaking kids up hundred bucks now and then. Hmm. And a car. He's going to be paid in cryptocurrency by more, M-O-R-E. Hmm. Cryptocurrency. Ain't never even heard of it. Well, it's, it's got a little dollar sign in front of it. So is it really some more? Yes, yeah, some more. Yeah, some more. Is that the name of his agent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. William Smorris. But I'm sure he'll have uh, other. Th- I don't think there's. You can't just have one sponsor. They'll probably have all sorts of sponsors. But hey, crypto, okay. um, crypto Wolverine. Right. So, are, so are they going to give the kids um, a spot on the jersey that they could put their sponsor? I don't think think so. I don't think they're, because the NCAA has this big thing about, um, you know, if it's Nike, if it's, you know, the Big Ten has all Nike stuff or whatever it is, doesn't matter, it changes all the time. So I don't think they're going to be able to put it on their uniforms. How about the shoes? Or the shoes. What? Well, I think it's just, it's all social media based, right? So they got to do so much on their Instagram and they're going to have to get tattoos of their sponsors is what they're going to have to do on their forearms and on their face, oh, on their neck. Like a barcode. Yeah, anything that you can see, they're going to have to get tattooed with their sponsors. So Everything oh. you can see. Right. Like a copywriter. Yeah. Ah. I saw an article on um, the Tigers and Miguel Cabrera breaking the record. And um, them collecting the ball immediately after because um, those ball, all those balls have like secret ink on there on them and they're traced. So they know um, they can authenticate the balls. (laughs) I don't want to hear about them authenticating Cabrera's balls. 
And then right. listen to this, man. And then when they find the right ball, they they, they uh, build for the left they, ball. They build a digital hologram and of the ball. And print that on the ball. On the ball. And the so digital hologram is is made just like it sounds like a, a fungible. Like it's got Every bit of information you could even think of about um, the field and the kind of bat he used, the what it was made out of, what was he wearing, what time it was, the weather, huh. while was the wind blowing, what kind of angle did it come off of his bat? Is there like a video of the actual hit? And. I would imagine that's probably part of the hologram too, but it sounds like sports is kind of inching in um, as a group into the fungible deal. Wait, it's not the fungible. That's the token part. Okay. The fungible part is the fact that it doesn't have a set dollar value, right? Non fungible tokens. I mean, yeah. you're, you can charge whatever the buyer's willing to pay. It doesn't have a specific dollar amount. The token what? is where all the data is. Is that actual? The, the digital thing that contains the data is the token. Okay. Yeah. Just let well, I know. think this, this hologram is put on all of the items that he wore because nice. some of them he's keeping, some he's shipping oh, out and... and so wait you're right we would call that a non-fungible because it's kind of like a, a piece of sports uh, memorabilia so it's only value is what the person's willing to pay for it right yeah so, yeah yeah right. it's a non-fungible token attached to the actual physical item i like it you know, that, that reminds me of back when I used to watch a lot of football and Emmett Smith was like, uh, you know, the, the running back and he was in a, a fucking Super Bowl and every time he ran it in for a touchdown, he would keep the ball and throw it off to some dude that would like, you know, save it for him. Oh, yeah. They all do that. that right. Sellable, you know. So now it just comes with more data. Fucking fungible, motherfucker. Oh, so non-fungible, non motherfucker. Well, they're pretty athletic. Do you think that all that's staged and fake? Like, you know, that he's throwing it to someone he knows out there, and they're going to bring it back to him later. Oh, yeah, no, that's what he was doing. Guys like Emmett Smith, they were throwing it to his assistant. He was throwing it to his assistant, who kept it, took like, it, put it in a bag, and. They put, put it in, in a locker, like a safe. Yeah, it's right. They safe. put it into a safe, and he, then they write on it, "fucking what's right. his name's name, the date, the fucking game, the touchdown, and shit." You know, right? And then there was a guy that snuck in the locker room and was hiding in a, a, a vent above the toilet, and he jumped out in the middle of Super Bowl and picked up Tom Brady's balls and. <laughs> <laughs> He split, man. Split with Tom Brady's balls. But then he tried to sell them. Selling Tom, Tom Brady's Brady said, balls? Hey, those are my balls. My balls. Don't touch my balls. I've got big balls. Don't you touch Tom Brady's balls? Don't touch his balls. going to kick your ass. Fucking Tom Brady's balls. Some big balls of Tom Brady. Fucking balls. <laughs> Balls. Fuck. I'm getting Sorry. off. I'm getting off. It's probably dense. Dense balls. Or, or, dense or spongy. Or sweaty. They're sweaty balls. They're sweaty. Uh, uh, hairy. <laughs> hairy balls. Slick. No, I bet you he waxes. Oh, yeah. They're shaved clean. They're little baby uh, balls. Baby cue balls. Tom Brady's got baby balls. Uh -huh. You think he has a? You think he has a pool filled with them little fish that eat all the stuff off of you? Yes, he does. What is that? I don't know about the little fish that eat Wait, all the stuff off. No, you. unless you're talking. No, there's like a, if you go to like some sort of an Asian, it's an Asian thing, right, Jimmy? Uh, 
I've yeah. been to one actually. But, but in you got to go way east for it. You, it's like yeah. you put your feet into a fish tank, and the fish eat all the shit off your feet. All the yeah, is they, that a piranha? Foliate your skin. No, they're like <laughs> the size of your pinky or something. Like guppies. Wow, yeah. didn't right. know about that. All right. Yeah, what, if do, what if they don't know when to stop? Well, that's the thing. If you yeah. fall asleep, you might wake up and you don't have feet no more. <laughs> you just fucking ate them all. Fuck, yeah, just kept eating them. I, I think that would wake you up, Dave. I would think so, but you never know. You can get pretty drunk in Thailand. Yeah, it's uh, like that, that fish shop slash uh, opium den. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yep. There's a lot of traps there, man. And... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you're not in the U.S., you got you got to be aware, dude. Yeah, you, know? you do. You have to be alert too, and alert. Right, aware and alert. Know the neighborhood you're in, or or, or you have try. to be really drunk. It's one or the other. Alert right. and aware, or super drunk. Super drunk, well, I choose. Yeah, it's much better being be drunk, drunk and stupid is probably two bad things at once. Hmm. Well, in, in <laughs> I don't have much choice. That's <laughs> Dave's autobiography. Yeah, if I get drunk, then I'm drunk and stupid because I'm always stupid. All right, I can't Dave help that. Drunk and stupid. Drunk and stupid. Now, some people are stupid even before they get drunk. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Hmm, I, I was wonder, assuming. Wonder who that might be. Jimmy, mm. hmm. <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. Uh, I don't. I don't know. <sighs> well, after many weeks of misreading Cindy's uh, pre-show clue, uh, cues and clues, I think Miss Cindy has some keywords. For hey, us. wait! Keywords from like current news stories. Keywords from very current, and we're not going into the archives. Okay. Um, so here's, here's a theme song for this week. See how you like it. There you go. <laughs> wow. That, that, that just put a lot of pressure. I'm still holding out for Jimmy's song. Yes, me too. I just... Yeah. I'm doing something. I'm doing something. That's all I can say. Well, I do have like a very current, and then I have one that that you will enjoy, but it's not as current as the first one. Oh, how dare so the you! The keyword for the first one actually has two outcome possibilities. So the keyword is hot dogs. Ooh. And then I oh, my I know key. the hot dog one. I think I, I might think know. I know one of the outcomes. Okay. Okay. Today is National Hot Dog Day. Hmm. No. It is. Here's my outcome. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know that one. Okay, wait. So that one's no good. So that's Sherry got that wrong. No, it absolutely (laughs) is National Hot Dog Day. Look it up. August 26th. But that's not her headline, damn it. But that's okay. I mean, that's like an extra bonus. Oh. That's not what I was going for. How about that? And we'll change it. We'll, we'll let them applaud you. We'll let oh. them applaud you. I think I read a story that hot dogs like take 33 minutes off your life, but if you eat a salad, that'll put 25 minutes back on your life. <laughs> right? That's yeah. That's uh, kind of kind of not exactly, but that is the one that I read. <laughs> 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 actually a university of michigan study um that they studied a bunch of different foods but the one they decided to report on is hot dogs take if you eat a hot dog it'll take 36 minutes off of your life and then they gave you other options to put um time back on you know eat cleaner food and non-processed stuff and Yada yada. It's a it's a pretty funny article. And then they talk about whoever is the the guy that eats the most hot dogs in one city. <laughs> like, okay, watch out, buddy. Yeah, that's a that'd be Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnuts, yeah. I thought it was like a Japanese name, like Kobayashi. Or yeah, something. and well, I think that this that this here news it it it's uh 
was last news around July 4th. Because that's when they have that hot dog eating contest. Well, um, maybe it had to do with hot dog day today, but it was on my little list of news yesterday. Hey, can I do an instant correct? Today is National Dog Day. Oh. <laughs> Dachshund dog? Hot dog. Yeah, oh, my God damn it. I went to hot. Dogs. National Dog Day. Jeez, old man. So, okay, so Dave, give me the. There we go. That's yours. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's mine. You didn't get it right because I'm special. So, Dave got that one right, but I, there's also another one that could have. All right, so a, Jimmy, a wait. Has a hot dog as a keyword. So, Jimmy, what do you think what? the other hot dog story is? Uh,. It is the most um, removed uh, um, food found in orifices in the uh, emergency rooms across the country. Oh, my God. In orifices. So what Jimmy is trying to say, as a vulgarian, he's trying to say it's taken out of people's asses the most in emergency rooms? Is that what you're saying, Jimmy? I'm yeah, or wherever they, wherever they stick it. Right, or the girls it's might none go, of my business, the, man. The girls uh, might put it in the front. Apparently, it doesn't go in the mouth if they have to go to the hospital. Right, it wouldn't be in the house, in the mouth, and it's probably not the ears, right? It could be the nose. Uh, it could be the nose. Whatever. They could be stuffing them. That was probably why I would go to the ER with a hot dog. That's why. That's I'm why stuffing you, them up my nose. You, you really need to examine the hot dogs at someone else's barbecue that they're trying to give you. Huh. Could have been somewhere else. Oh, you never know, man. Well, hot dogs. If they cook them okay, to a well, certain temperature, you're okay. That was not that was not the article. That, that was, was not it. Circulating. No. no. Sorry, Jimmy, you lose. Uh, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is partnering with Lyft. And if you live in L.A., Chicago, New York, or a third big city, I can't remember, Dallas maybe, probably wrong, um, and you order an XL ride from Lyft, you may possibly be picked up by the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. That would be fantastic. Yesterday and tomorrow. Huh. Wow. On National Dog Day. What yeah. is What is an XL pass? What if the, what if having like, that you have a bunch of people? Oh, I mean, extra large! Like, I got you. Yeah. So you what if have a big party? So they're going yeah, for big parties. Right, got you. Excuse me. So excuse me. What happens if um, the person that is is this um, a surprise for yes, somebody? It's a surprise. Mm -hmm. And then you get all kinds of goodies. They don't actually give you a hot dog, but you get a wiener whistle. Why would they not give you a hot dog? Um, I don't know. How dare they? So, take 36 minutes off your life. <laughs> so you just randomly call Lyft for a ride and they say, hey, you won our contest? I think they just show up. If you, so if you order the XL, like Cindy was saying, that means you probably have a dozen people, so you need a big ride. And um, my guess is you won't know till it gets there that your XL is actually the Wienermobile. All yeah. What if you were picking up like um, uh, you were a uh, you know uh, mid middle management type, and you had to go to the airport and pick up a whole group of um, Far East uh, businessmen, and you showed up in the freaking Oscar Mayer Wiener movie? That would be a fantastic introduction fantastic. to the country. Yeah. Usually, businessmen take uh, fancier vehicles, Jimmy. So wait a second. Wait, what if I'm a vegan? I can't ride in the Wienermobile, right? Exactly. They're right? all promoting beef and everything. God damn. Well, they have XL limos. Yeah. Right. Lift? Possibly not. But that was my current news keyword. But I have another one. Right. Um, I thought that it was more current than it is because Val uh, mentioned that she saw it on Facebook and then I looked it up online, but it's not super current, but I think you guys will enjoy the shit out of it. Hmm. Enjoy so the, the shit out of it. 
the, the keyword is Lincolnshire Wildlife Park. Ooh. Hmm. Lincolnshire Lincoln. something park. Wildlife. Wildlife Park. Has become the first Jurassic Park where they've revived a dinosaur from dinosaur DNA. That's my story. That's pretty good. And I'm sticking Lincoln with it. Lincolnwood. Is that Damn you. I think they're re reviving the um, park in England where you just drive through so you get really close to all the wildlife. That's it. Okay, not correct. <laughs> Jimmy? You got an interesting guess? Hmm. I think uh, it's somewhere in Arkansas, and it's the whole village is made out of Lincoln logs, and you get to drive right the fuck over it. Hmm. Lincolnshire is uh, actually, um, I don't know how many miles outside of London, but the, the headline goes like this. Swearing parrot separated after telling folks where to go. Swearing parrot? Swearing parrots. Like, brah! So, yes. Fuck you. So there is this um, wildlife park, and I guess um, one of the parrots, before these parrots showed up, got famous on Instagram because it learned how to sing a Beyonce song or something. So cut to five parrots that were new from five different homes that this place rescued billy elsie eric jade and tyson were put together after quarantining for a while in this area of the park and this guy one of the park tenders he was going to go by and he saw a crowd happening and he thought it was the famous beyonce song singer and he noticed these parrots and the visitors shouting curses at each other <laughs> so they had to separate these fuckers the and um they had to quarantine them separately so they're worried about um putting them back into where other parrots are because they're worried that the other 250 parrots might learn the swear words oh that would be the best thing <laughs> ever to walk I thought in. you guys like it as Bulgarian news, and they were using curse words and British accents, and everybody was having a good time. But they decided it was it was a good thing to put them away because of parents and children that didn't really want to hear the cussing. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious! Swearing. So why, so why don't they just have a like a Bulgarian nature park? I think that would be fucking funny, Bulgarian. It would. Yeah, just. But they, Swearing parrots and humping animals, well, right? Yeah, in, England has a lot of weird traditions. Like, um, you could um, stand in the middle of Hyde Park and put an apple crate on the ground and stand on it, and you could say anything you want. Yes. That's your... It's, it's a soapbox, is what that soap is. Soapbox. Right. They do that in, in New York City, too. Sure. Park, so. Uh what about it? What do you what what about that? Well, I think they should have some of those uh in the nature park too. <laughs> so then people stand on their box and go, Fuck you, parrot! No, <laughs> fuck you, parrot. Right. <laughs> and then the monkeys come yeah. out of the trees. You blimey fucking parrot! <laughs> I, I tried so hard to find the exact words the parrots were using, and they would not say. The only thing I got to was, uh, it's funny when a parrot tells you to blank off. Okay. Bugger? <laughs> to yeah, bugger, bugger off. Uh, yeah, they're saying bugger yeah. off. But then um, an expansigation, an auto expansigation of that is flipping the bird. Nice. You know? So wow. I looked that up, and um, giving somebody the bird 
And, you know, Jimmy kind of going back in that um, British culture about theater and, you know, speaking your mind in, in theaters, if they did not like the play or whatever show was going on, they would like caw and hoot and hiss. <laughs> and then the hissing, you know, it turned out to just be more hissing that what makes the uh, goose sound like. So then it turned into giving them the bird instead of giving them the goose. Aha. Flipping the bird came out apparently in the 60s when the middle finger would flip up. Flipping the bird. You know, they went from hooting to like finger gestures. So there's kind of a gap there. They went from hooting to finger gestures to. This is bullshit! You suck! To that. That's what they do now. And they're considered the. Standard of English Who? in the world. Who? The folks from the UK. If you hmm. could talk like that, you could get a job like you, anywhere. You can't just say that because fucking people from like fucking Liverpool don't speak that well. <sighs> fucking Cockney motherfucking Cockney shit bitch cock. Pinky <laughs> fucking blinders. <laughs> Pinky fucking blinders. Well, there was that one last that motherfucking uh, anything that's that, fucking Irish, I check out or Scottish. I'm like, I can't watch that. I can't hear. I can't understand a thing they say. Fucking. I well, think there was they that one girl that, that they picked up out of the street, man, and said she she became a lady. Oh my Jesus Christ! Is he talking about that movie from the 1920s, My Fair Lady or something? Pygmalion. Oh. But, all right. yeah. well, that's all I got. Oh, good. English all right, let's accent. move on. Jimmy, wait, did, wait, did Jimmy already give his keywords? For He's what? Gotten, he's gotten on. He's gotten on. So, Sherry, it's your turn. All right. So, my first keyword Here is. Go. Here we go. Giant purple nipple. Okay. Ooh. Now, there's really oh. only one story that has anything to do with a giant purple nipple. Jimmy's going to get this one. Okay. Yep. Wait, should we do this? Should we do the, um... No! What we're thinking! You said said there was only one thing to do. With a giant purple nipple. So why you gotta think about it? Listen, I am not about to tell you the story that I know about the giant purple nipple. I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm gonna let Jimmy tell us his thoughts first. Uh, I don't think I should. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to touch this story with a ten foot pole. I think, I think I know. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. I don't. Right. Think, well, you have to say it if I, you think you know. I have it, a question before Jimmy blows it. I have a question. Does it belong to Barney? No. Hmm. Okay. Is it an injured nipple? <clears throat> no. Okay. See, I'm out. I don't want to know anything about a giant purple nipple. So it's, I think Jimmy and I get the same news feed, so he, I think he actually knows the answer. Jimmy, what do you think it is? Come on, tell us. I think um, it's like more giant than you think. And it was in, I think I saw a picture of it in a lake somewhere. And it was like an art, okay. it was like an art uh, installation. So, Sherry, Jimmy doesn't know. Yeah, Jim, all, does Jimmy he? doesn't actually know the answer. <laughs> I swear I saw a picture of it this in the past week. A big giant purple nipple in a lake. All right. Yeah. So now the giant purple nipple is a tech company trying to solve the issue of um we have artificial eyes, cameras, etc., but nobody's ever perfected the artificial nose. Um so he's come up with this big purple thing and it looks like a nipple to try to learn to smell things, which seems weird, but they said the only artificial thing we have that works for smell is a smoke detector. Smoke detector, smoke, it goes off. Um, so one of their first clients is apparently Anheuser-Busch. Um, and they're trying to see how aromatic the beverages are. They say it can have use in the airport for bomb detection. Um, 
Hey, bomb sniffing dogs. And then, and then even, uh, this was developed just right before COVID came on, but there's a lot of people when you are diseased, your, um, dead cells and stuff give off certain smells. And that's why there's some dogs that can, um, sense when a diabetic is low or whatever, Mm -hmm. but this machine should be able to smell disease, know where it's more prevalent, et cetera. Um, but it was funny because, Giant purple nipple kept coming up in places, and then all of a sudden, a few days later, it it changed to giant purple nose. Hmm. So, hmm. so I think I think they just dumbed it down from the nipple, but it was giant purple nipple, which seemed kind of cool. Like, oh yeah, because there's not really an artificial sniffer, but they said there's so many different smells, it's hard to um, perfect it. But this this there's three people competing. This guy's. Um, actually has tiny living nerve cells and they're in some proprietary solution that's supposed to represent the little mucus membranes in our nose and that's why it's working. Giant purple nipple is what the fucking thing looks like. Nice. So how's that going to help someone that, that can't smell anymore? Well, yeah, it's going to really help somebody that can't smell anymore because this thing is going to detect things that you can't because you can't smell. Right. Like, it'll basically say, hey, Jimmy over here just farted. I'm just letting you know because I can so is smell it. Like it. A, is it like a microphone? Like, what's what's the receptor like look like? Well, and I don't know how it's going to alert. Um, Imagine you know, maybe... the Alexa, the little Alexa disc with a giant purple nipple on top. No. Yeah, and it would smell shit. Well, no. So I'd walk by and I'd fart, and it would go, "Jimmy, Dave just farted." No, right. And and then I will vomit. Well, you wouldn't have to because you can't smell, so you don't know. Oh, the power of persuasion. Ah, like mm. yeah, if you can describe something well enough, there are some people on the other side that um, will actually smell it or taste it. Huh. Power of, uh, you know. Suggestion. Yes. Sure. Suggestion. Right. Like so, they're... Dave, be careful. If you see this giant purple nipple, just know that it's going to smell your farts and Trust give you away. Me, I'm not going anywhere near a giant purple nipple. Right. All right. I got one more quick keyword and Here then we'll go. go on to our favorite game. This keyword is robot girls. Oh, yeah. My dreams have come true. Robot girls, yeah, are are here to stay. You Uh-oh. betcha. My sister's coming home. Uh oh, my dog's you gonna start don't... barking. So my you can guess... hit the mute. Mute. Hit the mute. What is my guess? My guess is robot girls are gonna start. Um, they're gonna be the sign, the ring, the in a boxing match. They're gonna be the ones that hold up the round things. They're gonna be. Robot girls. Is that correct? No. Oh, like in a robot fight? Yeah, robot wars. <laughs> no. Okay, Jimmy, your turn. What do you think it is? Robot girls. I think it's a band. <laughs> robot, robot girls is a new band. Hey, I like that. Uh, no. Boo. Cindy, your turn. I I did see there's a Tesla robot coming out, but I don't remember seeing anything about the girls. So my brain goes to Austin Powers. Nice. Uh, No. Oh, I got some. No. (laughs) (laughs) They're toys. Uh, So even your second guess, uh, no. So first of all, what is just it? To tie it? Just first of all, to tie it in, if any of you people um, <laughs> listen to my favorite cover to cover, Was Not Was, they actually had a song called Robot Girls. That's oh, not what this keyword God. is, but you could tie yeah. it in later. Dude, anyway, the Robot dude, Girls dude, are a group of girls from Afghanistan that are um, in the robotics and they have been traveling before because it's really hard to be a girl in Afghanistan and be on the robotics team. Um, and so when all this shit started to go on, those fuckers got um, out. 
So the robot girls have found a robotic way to get the fuck out of Afghanistan. So the robot girls are now in the North America. Nice. Yep. So there are like 10 girls and they had to leave their families and everything. But uh, because they were kind of known and they had connections, they called Cutter, a.k.a. Qatar. Cutter. And um, found a way to sneak out, get refuge there, and then have since um, come over here. Now you the said robot North girls America. Are Where? Well, because I think that I think they were going to end up in the United States, but they went from Qatar to Mexico. Aha. So I'm not, I didn't want to uh, have to oh. instantly correct me. So I, the, the plan was to, to come somewhere in America because they had some sponsorship here, but I don't know if they were here yet. So right hey. now they are in North America. Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Making robots. But robot was not girl. was. Robot girl, robot girl. Listen. They're going to Detroit. Man. You got to put the was not was behind you. All right. We learned oh, In front of me. It is behind us. And that other one, Marillion. Oh, God. There goes the yeah. dog. I'm going to get a beer. Are you putting Planet P behind you, Dave? Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> Listen, you Planet P rocks. All right. I don't care what you say. Behind you. <laughs> With that big hot dog hey. coming out of your booty. Whose little Willie is freaking barking there? Uh, duh. Oh, yo. That's Tana okay. Banana, all excited because my sister came home from work. Are oh, you, okay. Does anybody else have keywords? No, I don't. Okay. Did Jimmy already do yeah. his keyword? All right, go for it. Uh, Quit bullshit and play the game. Yeah, Jesus, play the game already. Hello, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. All right. So uh, Jimmy's got three songs to read for you too, and uh, (laughs) there's a little bit of the theme. And there's very little clue, very little clues, because you should get them right away. Uh, Robot girls. I won't get any of them at all. Planet P. Here we go. Number one. Uno. Number one. One. They say our love won't pay the rent. Oh, fucking Sonny and Cher, Jesus Christ. Uh, I got you, babe. I got you, babe. (laughs) They say I love won't pay the rent For it's earned our money's up and spent David, fantastic Way to show your feminine side <laughs> Oh, I used to love Cher I was so Who hot didn't? for Cher yeah. God, everybody was <clears throat> Oh yeah So you guys watch the Sonny and Cher show all the time? All the time I actually yeah. tried to get up with right up against the TV, I tried to look down her shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Did it work? No, it did not work. Good to know. Uh-huh. God, oh. Dave, good. I mean, you were you were on it. On it. Oh. All right, number two. Here we go, Dookie. All right, Here listen to this one. Here we go. Number two, you're like a dagger, and stick me in the heart and taste the blood from my blade, and when we sleep, would you shelter me in your warm and darkened grave? (laughs) Oh, my God. Silence from the lambs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a lamb. I'm a goat. Uh, I'm a lamb. Stick me, man. <clears throat> hey, you got to do it again, Jimmy. Read them again, baby. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. And stick me in the heart and taste the blood from my blade. And when we sleep, would you shelter me in your warm and darkened grave? Oh, man. 
There, this one does have a clue. Bring it on, Jimmy. <laughs> Sherry, I mean, do you know I, it? No, it, it might have a clue, but I sure don't. Yeah, me neither. Just go to the straight to the clue. Read the green. Just the clue? Yeah, just, just the, the clue. I can mix it up if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already did. Yeah, just the clue. <laughs> okay. This is just the clue. Thank you. Sometimes it's hard to hold on. So hard to hold on to my dreams. It isn't always what it seems when you're face to face with me. That's it. I think I have uh, less idea than I did before. <laughs> yeah, right. Hold right, on is... to your dreams. No. Something, something, dagger, something, something to, to your grave. Yeah, I'm not getting it at all. Me either. All right, here we go. I know what it is. Just lead a forward. Yeah. Wasn't that her and Ozzy? Yep. Her and Ozzy. Alright. I thought it was a journey song. Of course you did. I feel better about not knowing. (laughs) Alright. Number three. (laughs) So Jimmy gets that point. Damn it. Always get that point. Trey. Oh my. Okay. Here we go. Um, Baba B. Um, Baba B. D day da. E day da. That's okay. It's the terror of knowing what the world is about. Okay. It's terror. Watching some good. I gotta take my headphones off. Watching some good friends say, help me out. Right? No. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy says no. You're freaking dead wrong, man. <laughs> I do not I have anything. Think... This is all yours, um, Sherry. You know it, Dave, too. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, Jimmy's fucking lying. This is goddamn, this is one of my favorite songs ever. It's Queen <laughs> and David Bowie. It's the terror of knowing under pressure. Oh, nice. All right, nice. Look at I said, watching some good friends, and, and he says, no, no. Jimmy says, no. That your, good, your good friends are screaming, let me out after you fart in the car. <laughs> exactly. Let off some pressure. I let off some pressure. Um, Everybody got one. Sherry got one and a half. No, Dave got that. I mean, that's all. That's all him. I mean, they they had like one big hit. (laughs) All right, and then here we go. Congratulations! Thanks for playing Jimmy Reed's. Who's that guy? Thomas. Yes. Uh, The combining theme. Sir Thomas. The combining theme is end. What? With Sonny and Cher, Lita and Ozzy, and David and Queen. And Nancy Sinatra. So once it was it was people. It's Sonny and Cher, Lita, Ford and Ozzy Osbourne, and Queen and David Bowie. Oh, you said and with an and. A. Yeah. Well, actually, oh. my word is duet, but I will accept your and. <laughs> Shit picker. <laughs> Fucking Cindy the shit picker. Oh, I'll take I, your ampersand. And yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to be cute. Well, I knew I knew would know all the duets. So. Do you guys want to see which one came first? I mean, the okay. first was obvious. Which one came last maybe is not so obvious. Yeah, right. So Sonny and Cher were first. And then I, whoo, I'm thinking... 
Queen was second, and Lita and Ozzy was the Number final one. Yeah, I agree with that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. You're a ding, 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 ding. Very Easy. good. Settle down. Is that my mama? Mama. Uh, your mother interrupted the show last week, didn't she? Betty? Betty, remember? She called in. And Jimmy was that was, last week already? Maybe two weeks, whatever. I can't keep track. 103, 102, 101, whatever. <laughs> what was that? Uh-huh. Excuse me. Uh, no, no, no. That was just Anheuser-Busch. Wow, and, man. And, and not sponsored by the Purple Nipple. Are we eating frog legs? Mm-hmm. Don't know what hey, I was means. reading a, I was reading a book the other day, and... Um, there was a word I had, was not familiar with, and I looked it up, and the word was apocryphal. That's and apocryphal. I, and I, it is apocryphal, and I thought, was is it like apocalypse? Um, but it was not. But the definition is of doubtful authenticity, although widely circulated as being true. And I'm like, shit, bitch, that's the Mandela effect. That's everything that comes out of my mouth. It's apocryphal. Right? But that's, but that's Mandela, right? right? Yeah. Widely circulated as being true, but doubtful. Right. It's kind of Mandela-ish. Ish. Oh, what does that look like when you hang it from your neck? The apocryphal? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. No cross. I'm thinking it's going to be something that has to do with Catholicism, and I'm just lost. Don't. Hey, we can never have a Jimmy Reed's Catholicism stuff because I'll lose. Right. I, I listen to those things. So yeah. We, oh. we, we would have to all know those songs. What I are would... Catholicisms? There's I such don't a know. Thing. Things that Catholics do. Catholics. I only made it to eighth oh. grade, man. Thank God for that. I mean, I gra- like in school or in Catholic school? Right. I graduated from the eighth grade. And then never went it, back to church ever again or practiced it, your fucking Catholicism? Well, I no, I went to get the uh, paper to give to my mom. Uh huh. So, and, I mean, you know, that was, was the, pretty was much outside time? the door. When was the last time that you went to church? Oh, um, weddings and funerals, pretty much. <laughs> All right. All right. And um, I like to listen to the choir on Christmas. Whose choir? But any of them. Huh. The Mormon Tabernacle? <laughs> yeah, just, sure, man. I want to make sure <laughs> any of them. Sure. We, I sang in a choir. You and did? We, we sounded just like the Vienna, uh, little Vienna boys. Oh, you know, I did have a... Yeah, Jimmy was a choir boy, remember? Oh, yeah. He wasn't pretty enough to get molested, though. Yeah, my voice was get, was crackly. Uh, hair back then. Is it just me or is Morbin Tabernacle? It just sounds nasty. Like yeah. Tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's whacking it sure. or something. I mean, oh, I thought the Mormon part. Sure. That's what I thought. Oh, Tabernacle? <laughs> so wait, I, have, I actually had a keyword, yes. but it wasn't really a keyword. But um, uh, there is a news story out of... Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay. The guy who used to run my theater group. All right. The Alpha Omega players out of Birdsboro, Pennsylvania, right? He got arrested for sexual, some deviant sexual intercourse and unlawful contact with a minor. And he just got sentenced to five to 10 years. He just got sentenced. So how old is he now? He is 58 years old. Wait, he was only a year older than you? No, can't be. That's when he must have gotten uh, is he a first teacher? arrested. Because he graduated high school in 76. Okay. And then started oh. this theater group. And while... This year's Jimmy's age. While I knew he... Yeah. Yeah, well, I knew he was gay. Like, he never, I never saw any evidence of him ever doing anything to anybody. He never tried anything on me. 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you, Jimmy goes in with no, of course not. Of course I'm not. Going for you. you. Please. You're safe, like Jimmy was safe. You know? No, man. Like guys like that can sniff out the fucking weak ones stuff. Yeah, man. You are not. You are not game. Well, he was doing it for a long time before he got caught. I don't know. I guess maybe he was getting away with it. I remember when Sherry sent me a link to a news article from Detroit where my ex-kickboxing instructor was put away because he was kind of getting younger girls to do stuff for exchange of cocaine or something like that. Yeah, and the the weird, uh, he was just, he liked young girls. And the weird thing is, I swear to God, yesterday I told this story. No way. <laughs> and it was weird because I know somebody that does boxing in that same town, but he's long since gone. And I was telling the story and I said, and the funny thing is that he really liked my friend Cindy. And I think it was because, uh, you always look like a kid. And I think he probably thought <laughs> that, that you were a kid. And I was like, man, he really extra super likes my friend Cindy like so much. And one time we went out to for a, a drink or a meal or something after kickboxing, and he was so fascinated with Cindy. And I'm like, motherfucker, he probably thought she was 17 and she's 30. God damn it. Damn him. He's a horrible, horrible <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Well, he, he never, like. Did anything? No, 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 no. But, but you know, it, to me. But he obviously did it uh, to other people. I mean, Cindy and I were very disappointed though, because we'd go there and we're like, "Yeah, kick me harder, kick me harder." And it was just, it was a great workout, and he he was really good because I don't know for kickboxing, he had won all sorts of trophies, medals, something, blah blah blah. He was well known. We thought it was really cool to go there, and we're like, "Damn, that's disappointing." Wow, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that sniffing stuff, man. Like, you ever go, uh, did you ever think you could smell fear? Well, I think the purple nipple could. Well, listen, when I'm scared, I, think I, I smelled it. When I'm scared, I shit my pants. So definitely <laughs> you can smell fear, okay? It smells like shit. Right? For sure. No, no, like, uh, the unemployment offices. Good place to smell fear. What? Huh. Really? I yeah. would think casinos. Right. I'm not it's, thinking anybody in unemployment. Smelly. No. They smell. They smelly. don't take. They don't take showers. But uh, no, they're all nervous, and huh. uh, you could smell it, man. And unemployment? They're nervous. What are they nervous of? They don't know if they're going to get a check or not. Huh? That makes them nervous. Huh. Right. No, man. You could smell it for sure. Well, because Jimmy told us last week, you got to show your college diploma in order to get your unemployment check. Hmm. Am I the only one that re-listens to the show? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a show behind, I must okay. say. It's, yeah. Put it behind and put it in the front. I've listened to the show 18 times before I publish it. Oh. Oh. Jesus. Yeah. But, I'm sorry. But they certainly didn't honor my... Um, uh, shot card. Hmm. Why? What did you have to do for right. admission into uh, the college? For in the south. What was he talking about? What? I had to get completely revaccinated. What? What? Or I could not attend. attend. Wait. So, so you're like double measles and double mumped and double polioed in two thousand. What? Yep. Well, are you even supposed to do that? Right. What? You? Well, uh, no. Who knows? I was talking to a, a administrative person, mm-hmm. not a doctor. Huh. But I had. So an administrative had, person gave you these shots, polio shots again. No, they or yeah, they order all that shit again, and there I was. Huh. Take the shot or don't go to school. What? Never heard of such a thing. Or if there's a thing is too many polio that's shots insane. or too many measles yeah, shots. Well, that's... and it's a very ironic place where hmm. 
Um, it is really, it really is. <laughs> ironic. It's so ironic. And, and yeah, irony is really funny in a melodramatic <laughs> way. <laughs> hey, uh, irony is so funny. So mm. ironic. I let my clothes be wrinkly. I don't like irony. Right. Oh, yeah. I just wear nylon. Oh, I'm not a good oh. ironer. I like drip and dry. <laughs> That's two different things. I'm not yeah. talking about going to the bathroom. Hey, what time is it? Sherry. The go. We have Fucking to stop crazy. and end this mess. Oh, boy. Long night. The mess. Jimmy, what? sing us out. Break it up, boys. To go. <laughs> it's the end of the show. So put down your beer. Oh, I finished my beer. And get the hell out of here. Good night, Jimmy. See you next Thursday. Hunt. Jimmy Cunt. Jimmy, stop with the clicking and clucking. What? Um, Sherry, say goodnight. Goodnight, a Apple Brown Betty. What? Apple Brown Betty? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Makes no sense. I knew I'd get a taker on that one. Cindy, say goodnight. Good night, Alistair Crowley. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, I have to go to the bathroom, but forget it now. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, say good night. Good night. Good night, asshole. <laughs> The best ending ever. (laughs) Please.